Well, hey, hey, welcome back. I am so excited for today's episode. So today's episode was an episode I got to record with a good new friend named Faith. She is quite amazing. And we dive into the topic of being a multi-passionate individual, a multi-passionate mom or a multi-passionate creative. And maybe you're wondering, am I multi-passionate? Or maybe you're wondering, like, why do I have all these different business ideas and all these different things that I love and I'm passionate about? And I don't even know where to begin or where to start or what's wrong with me. Who knows, right? If you have any of those questions or you're just kind of wondering, what does multi-passionate even possibly mean? Her and I both get to share through this conversation our experience as recognizing that we are multi-passionate and how that's just one, how God created us to be and how he wired us, but how it can be so incredible just in your journey of this thing called life. So you're going to want to make some time for this one, take some notes, maybe write down some questions, but let's get into it. Hey friend, welcome to Purposely Planned Mom Life. Are you over rocking that hot mess mom bun? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering when you're going to figure it out and how to have more balance in your day to day? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel disappointment when nothing goes as you intended and somehow the house is still a mess, you haven't showered again, and yeah, that morning quiet time, forget about it. Hey, I'm Sarah. I too was that busy mama who looked like I had it together, but deep down struggled with how I got lost somewhere in this new season. I wanted more balance in my life and I wanted to work towards my God-given goals and dreams, but didn't know where to start now that I was a parent. I kept telling myself, this is how life is now and that I'm simply just a hot mess mom. Eventually, I broke up with that ungodly belief over my life and began planning, journaling, and taking action. In this podcast, you will learn how to prioritize and plan, develop intentional habits, and build your faith as a busy, multi-passionate mama so that you will have clarity, confidence, and purpose in all that God is calling you into. If you're ready, yank up those high-waisted leggings, go grab that journal and coffee, and let's get to planning. Well, hey, friends. Welcome back. I am so excited to bring you a special guest today. We got Faith Hannon on the show. Hey, Faith. How are you? Girl? Hi. How are you, Sarah? So, so good. I actually don't even know Faith that well. Her and I connected in a Facebook group, um, the Stephanie Gaff community, and definitely clicked right away because her and I both happen to be multi-passionate moms in business, doing all the things. And Honestly, like when you meet somebody who you just kind of connect with and I've listened to her podcast, which is amazing. And she will share some info on that, but it's just so nice and refreshing when you're like, I am not alone mm-hmm. <laughs> and my humor and all the things. So we are going to have an awesome conversation today on being multi-passionate. What does that mean? What does that look like? Maybe you're not even sure what that even means or you wonder like, what's wrong with me? Why do I have all these ideas and things swirling on in my head? So Faith, welcome. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Can you tell us a little bit about you, about your life, all the good things? Well, thanks so much for having me today. I'm so excited. I you, I saw your post in that Facebook group and you're like something about multi-passion. I'm like, oh, me, me, me. I'm like, <laughs> I I think I have passion coming out of my eyeballs. I'm like, I don't <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> My husband and I joke all the time where it's like, what do you mean you don't know what you're passionate about? Like, I'm passionate about 87 different things at the same time. Like, what? Yes. Oh, my gosh. 
So I am, I am a wife and a mom of two littles. I barrel race and rodeo competitively. I have a copywriting, content writing, and SEO consulting business. I'm kind of an accidental SEO expert. And then I also get to lead worship with my husband at our local church sometimes. And I love to hike and I love natural health. I mean, like I could go on for like five years about the things I'm passionate about, but at the core of it all, I truly believe that God has called me and equipped me to bless Christians in business and help their businesses grow and to just step into a capacity of leadership that we need in the body of Christ. So that's me in a nutshell. I'm pretty much shoot to straight, pull no punches, and will probably use words that maybe my great grandma would be ashamed of, but they're all clean words. They're just not, you know, couth words. (laughs) I listened to one of your episodes where you said, I think poop and I about died. (laughs) <laughs> They're like, my grandmother <laughs> would be so upset. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this woman. She's amazing. Oh, that's so funny. And you barrel race. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. It's so fun. Also very expensive. Really? You would <laughs> oh yeah. You'd be like barrel racing. Like, no, it's, it's super pricey. <laughs> yeah. Well, so horses are like, you know, they eat a lot and they poop a lot. Like I joke that horses, they eat money and they poop work. Like, <laughs> so you know, I'm like, well, um, I'm sorry, husband, because my husband is not from a rodeo horse background. And so when we were talking about getting married, I'm like, hey, BT dubs, I have these like really expensive, giant time suck of a hobby that I just can't give up. I love you. My gosh, that's so funny. I love it. Yeah. And I love that you have so many different things, like you said, that you love doing and being passionate about so many different things at one time. It's so real. And I mm-hmm. swear in my head, like if people ask me like, what do you want to be? Where do you see yourself in five years? I'm like, oh my gosh, you know what I could do in five years from now until mm-hmm. then? Like mm-hmm. I could do about 50 different things and I'd be cool with every single one of them. Um, so that's awesome. Well, so that's kind of wraps right perfectly into like the first question is um, what does it mean to be multi-passionate? If somebody's listening and they're like, I don't know if I'm multi-passionate, but I do know that I can't pinpoint like what I'm passionate about. Maybe am I like, how would you describe someone who is multi-passionate? Well, you know, I mostly, you know, I can only speak about myself, but like, I have always had a lot of things that I love, you know, and even from a small child, I was just like gung ho for lots of different things. And, you know, things that sometimes people would say were conflicting, like, like I loved sports and I loved the arts and those things don't always go together. And so I don't know that I found the word multi-passionate until, I don't know, five years ago. But once I heard that, I was like, oh, that's me, like me. Hi, it's me. Um, because it's just, you know, and from the outside looking in on somebody else's life, it's really easy to be like, oh, that's their thing. That's their one thing. And that's all they love. And that's all they want to do, which is true for a lot of people. But I think when you get down to it and you are really creative by nature and curious by nature, a lot more people are probably actually multi-passionate than they realize. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And I think that same for me, I feel like it's I feel like it's one of those things where it's, I've also had different seasons in my life where I'm like, I'm really gung ho about one thing. And I'm like, I want to learn all about it and the trade and all the things. But then Mm -hmm. next season, there's something else that I'm just like, oh, but this is really exciting too. And I know that from my personal experience, I also did not realize that multi-passionate was like an actual thing. Or also another 
word for it is multi-passionate creative. Apparently mm. it's another de- definition of a word of somebody who might have multiple passions or just be interested in so many different things. You know, it's very hard for them to identify like, oh, there's one thing that you love. You know what I mean? There's some people that just grow up and they're like, I want to be a doctor or I mm. want to be a veterinarian or whatever the trade may be, but they know and they're confident in that decision. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, I actually struggled in college because I, I finished, I got my, uh, my AA degree and I could not pick anything for the life of me to go into my bachelor's. I just couldn't figure it out because I was like, well, I don't want to be tied down to something and then feel like, well, what if I don't love it? And what mm-hmm. if I want to pursue something else? And so I actually went into, um, I work at Costco part-time, which I shared with you and the listeners have probably heard that me talk about it too. Um, which has offered amazing career opportunities. And I've moved up the ladder and come back down and gone full-time, part-time, full-time, part-time, just kind of throughout the different seasons of the, ooh, the 12, 12 years, 12, yeah, 12 years that I've been there now. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been 12 years since I was, um, oh gosh, I don't know how old I am. I don't know how old I was. 2021. 20, <laughs> <laughs> like, how old am I? Um, but yeah. And it was, it was funny because even in Costco, there was never one department that I was like, this is my department. You know, it mm-hmm. was always like, no, I want to learn what are the, what does the meat department do? I want to learn how to cut fat off of the meat and do all the things back there. And then I was like, oh no, but I want to learn membership, but I want to be a supervisor, but I want to be a manager. It was so crazy. And how everything is just exciting as That's a multi-passion person. Yeah. And it's then um, I did start looking it up and let me see if I can pull up the definition here. Which I don't think there's like a true, true definition because multi-passionate is just a, I guess, a descriptor of somebody who, again, has multi- multiple passions. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it say here? So it says, essentially, it's a person who pursues multiple creative interests rather than being only a painter. For example, they may be equally a painter, a writer, a marine biologist, and a cookie decorator. <laughs> wow. Yeah, which all sound fun. So I love that. Um, let me see here. I don't really see any other good definitions other than that. So we'll just kind of move right along. But so when did you realize you said it was not, you didn't really know what that word meant up until when did you say you started realizing? Maybe what like meant? five years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. what kind of defined that for you? Well, so I just heard the word, I think it was Jordan Dooley that I heard say the word multi-passionate and I was like, oh, that fits. But I've always known that I had a variety of interests. So I grew up in a big school, like a, a bigger, bigger town. Like now I live in the middle of nowhere, like small town, small world, like small schools. But I grew up in a like in this bigger area where like you were either a basketball player or in choir or, you know, and you, you didn't do all of it. And I was like, no, I'm going to play ball. I'm going to be in drama. I'm going to be in choir. I'm going to rodeo. I'm going to do all these things. And I was like the really, really, really odd man out doing the, the variety of things that I did and the, the variety of things that I loved. And then I moved down where I live now and it's like middle of nowhereville, like small town, like graduating classes of like 10 in some of these schools. And so everybody does everything. And I'm like, what What do you mean you play basketball and you do cheer? A real baller doesn't cheer, you know, because it was just like so different from me from when I grew up. And so it was just kind of eye-opening to be like, oh, wow. And then my husband and I had a conversation, I don't know, several years back. 
And I was just really frustrated because I wasn't making progress on my goals because I'm multi-passionate, but I'm also super competitive and I like, I'm in it to win it. And if I can't win it, I'm not playing. Yes. <laughs> like I'm literally not playing the game if I can't win it. You know, and, if you don't know, you can win it, forget it. <laughs> yeah. And so I was not making progress on some of my goals like I wanted to. And then he was making some massive strides and massive progress in his goals. And I was like, why? And because I'm just intense. And so that's probably how I really said it. And he was like, well, Faith, because you're trying to make progress in five different areas and I'm just focused on one goal. Like I'm loving Jesus, but other than that, I've got this one goal that I'm making progress on. And I'm like, oh. well, I don't like you. <laughs> oh. Oh. Anyway, and so it just kind of got my brain thinking, I'm like, oh, okay, like this is what's going on. Like, and so I just kind of had to sit with it. Like, and I really, for me, I had to separate my passions from my goals because I still very much wanted to make progress, but I needed to be able to, to make a distinction like, oh yeah, learning calligraphy would be cool later. Yeah, not now. <laughs> because you have this goal that you're like gonna go for. And in doing that, it's really freed me up to enjoy my passions as passions and not have to feel like I have to kick butt and take names and be a world champion with something that is really just a passion and just for fun right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. And it actually made me think about how, um, I love talking about how, when we create goals, we really want to have a purpose behind them. And why are you doing the thing that you're doing? And mm -hmm. like you said, there are some things in our lives that are not going to lead us to that big goal that we've created, but there's something, it might just be something exciting along the way that we just enjoy and mm -hmm. separating that. I think it's perfect because then, yeah, you can still work towards your big goals and still enjoy that process and kick butt and take names, like you said, mm -hmm. but then you can also still enjoy those other aspects of like, okay, plugging in a couple of those passion things that you just enjoy doing and, and just like to do. And I think that's, mm -hmm. that's perfect. Well, that's mm -hmm. actually a perfect lead into the next question I have for you, which is how do you actually make traction as a multi-passionate individual and how do you make traction on your goals and passions when, when like you are trying to reach those things, but you are firing off with all these different things that you want to do? Like how, how can you really start making traction for you individually being multi-passionate? So for me, I've just really had to make a distinction between my passions and my callings and my seasons. So I have passions, right? Like I like to decorate my home pretty. I like, you know, write pretty handwriting. I love holistic health. Like I'll talk your ear off about essential oils and home birth and being outside and hiking. But like, is that my calling? And to just really sit with the Lord and be like, Lord, what is my calling? And really honestly go back to what he had already told me my calling was, you know, and to make the distinction, like, yes, my passions are like flavor. <laughs> sprinklings of flavor to my calling, but not necessarily like the main thing. And the main thing that the Lord has impressed upon my heart is to raise up a generation of leaders and help Christians to grow in their businesses, because I truly believe that marketplace and ministry should be inseparable. And so in my life, as far as making traction goes, that looks like, okay, yes, 
I love essential oils, you know, just like as an example, I have a, technically I have a business selling essential oils. Do I do anything with it? No, because I'm putting that time that I was putting towards that passion towards my calling. Yes. And then the seasons, you know, is like probably the harder thing for me to grasp because (laughs) I like to go big or go home, like all the time with all of the things, you know, but I have two small children and I'm homeschooling and we have horses to feed and a house to clean and church that we get to serve in. And so it's like, Faith, you don't have time to build 87 different businesses right now, nor is that going to be very profitable for you, you know? And so just to make the distinction between like, okay, what is the, what is my season? And to really sit with the Lord and be like, Lord, what would you have me to focus on in this season? You know, where, where would you have me spend my time and my attention and to, to recognize that those passions are still going to be there. Like I was, uh, calling, I was having conversation. I don't know if it's text or call. I don't even know with a friend of mine, a local friend. And I was just said, you know, I'm excited to finish this project that was taking a ton of time so that I can spend a little bit more time on my passion learning. And she's like, I love that. I love that phrase. And I was like, thanks. It just came to me. Thanks. Holy spirit. (laughs) Like, yeah, we're going to put a patent on that one. (laughs) Yep. So that's so good. Well, and I think prioritizing too, you know what I mean? Like the different passions that we have and the different Mm -hmm. create. And if we really sit down and that's, I think where it can get, we can get really lost is if we do not sit down and actually ask ourselves. And a lot of what I talk about in my show is journaling and really digging deep about, you know, what our thought, where our thoughts are at, our emotions at, and then, you know, how we are spiritually and, and physically, but, you know, those are all kind of just intertwined. But I think it's really sitting down and prioritizing in our lives, the different things that we have, whether they're passions, um, goals, you know, and do they have a purpose? And yeah, Mm -hmm. it's, it's super important to really kind of recognize. And then, like you said, each season comes with whatever, like God's going to put you in specific seasons and say, okay, you need to grow here or you need to slow down here. And I came out of a, I came out of a really, um, I don't want to say tough season for me. It was tough because like, I'm a gung ho, super busy all the time. Like I don't, I almost, it's like, I thrive. I I don't want to say I thrive off of stress, but I thrive off like that crunch time kind of feel. Mm -hmm. And God put me in a season of like, no, it's, it's time for you to slow down. It's time to rest. And I was mm-hmm. like, what? excuse me? I was like, what, what is, what does this mean? Like, what mm-hmm. do I do? <laughs> and, and he like really told me to let go of some things that I had going on in my life. I was a part of a networking group. I was running this thing at work. I was, you know, working, um, I was in direct sales for quite some time. Um, most of my son's pretty much the first three years of his life ish, sort of. Um, I did that. I was going gung ho in that. I was running a team. Like I was doing all these things. And then God's like, okay, well, it's time to put the brakes down. And I was like, well, why? And, well, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> but he really had me, he really showed me in that season, which he had me in longer than I really wanted to be. I'm going to be completely honest, but it was so good for me. And he taught me so many different lessons. And it really gave me time to reflect on where my priorities were in life and in my day to day. And also how the things that I was doing, was it actually working towards the bigger goals that I have? Or was Mm -hmm. I distracted with my passions and really helping me prioritize like, okay, this is what you say is important to you, but are you putting the time, effort, and energy into those things? Or are you getting distracted because everything is exciting? So 
it's, I think it can be really challenging sometimes, um, but important to recognize if you are multi-passionate. Um, and I think that is another question I have for you. So why do you think it's so important for moms? I guess I kind of answered in my own way, but why would you say it's really important, especially for moms to recognize if they're multi-passionate? Like, why would that be so important? Well, I think the answer, my answer is really twofold. One, because I think, um, you know, as a mom, I think it's really easy to get lost in motherhood. Um, and I love my kids. Like I love my kids, but they are not my life. Jesus is my life. Yes. You know, they're, they are not my world. Jesus is my world, you know, and they are part of my calling. They're not my entire calling. Um, and so I think it's really easy to get wrapped up in and honestly put your children on the throne of your heart where God should be. And when you don't bring your passions and your thoughts and everything into submission to Christ, like things are going to be wonky. <laughs> yeah. It's out you of know. order. Yeah. And so even just recognizing like, Oh snap, I need to make some adjustments there. You know, like Jesus, what would you have me to do? And then like, even just recognizing that you're multi-passionate, I think is so, I think can be so helpful because it's like, you know, um, so my brother is, a, is going to be a doctor. He's in med school right now. He's known he wanted to be a doctor for a while. He's also multi-passionate to a degree, but like he knows, hi, this is a passion, not something I need to be pursuing. He's better about that than I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you see other people making traction on something or knowing their thing. And it can be really frustrating when you're like, I don't know what my thing is. I don't know. Why am I not making traction? And then somebody like my husband is like, well, hi, Faith. It's because you're doing, <laughs> you're trying to chase 57 goals at the same time, you know? And so even just recognizing like, oh, I do have lots of passions. Not everybody around me has lots of passions. Like, that's okay. They're wired like them with their God-given gifts and dreams and passions. And I'm wired like me with my God-given dreams and gifts and passions. So I think that that can be really beneficial for moms. And, you know, especially a multi-passionate mom who's, you know, like in a season of teeny tiny humans at home, when it's like, girl, your passion that day is a shower. Like, <laughs> yes, that is the goal, I, the passion, the purpose, everything. Like, I am just really excited that my hair is not greasy enough to cook an egg on, you know, when they're teeny tiny. And it's like, to recognize that that's, you know, passions can be kind of seasonal too. And that's okay. Yeah. I think it's freeing. That's the word that came to my mind is mm -hmm. like, if you are a mom who's wondering like, okay, why, why are there so many different things that I love? Why this? Why that? I think it's almost, I'm not saying, and I'm very careful with like, quote unquote, air quotes, labeling, because I don't want anybody to ever feel like, oh, well, now I have this label on me. So like, this is the way that I am. I think it's mm -hmm. It's recognizing that, hey, this is just the way you're wired. This is how God is. This is a great way to help you kind of understand that there are, you're not going to necessarily function like that one person that has always known they want to do that one thing and that's right. okay. Right? right. And yeah, I think oh, that's so much goodness that you said in there. And I do love how you said, you know, we get lost in motherhood and that was, that was me. You know, I started to, it was funny because I got lost in a way that wasn't recognizable from the outside. So pretty much people that I've talked to in my life, they're like, I, you didn't seem like a hot mess. And I'm like, yeah, but deep down inside, I felt like that. 
Mm-hmm. Like I felt like, you know, okay, well, I'm just this hot mess mom now. And I call it my hot mess mom breakthrough because it was like, I had placed this, first of all, ungodly belief and identity over my own self. And I recognized like, this is not good because I'm giving myself an excuse to not take a shower or mm-hmm. to not clean the house today and not prioritize, you know, even simple things like taking care of my home and being a good steward of my time and my money and all the different things. And I think it's all about like finding that balance. But I also had to recognize that God gave me, God, God has a calling for me, right? He's given me specific things to walk out in, in mm-hmm. this life that I'm given. Mm-hmm. And he didn't stop and say, okay, well now you have kids. So now all of that goes away. Right. And I think it's very easy, like you said, to just kind of fall into that. It's not crap is not the right word. Kind of just like rip into that like little pothole of like, oh, my, my kids are everything. And now this is all that I am. It's mm-hmm. And yeah. really God knows we can handle being a mom and working towards all the things that he's called us to do. Right. I mean, well, and he, you know, his grace, his grace is sufficient, not just for motherhood, but for all of the things that he's called us to do. And there are people in your sphere of influence that need the calling, the unique calling that God put on your life with sprinkled with all those passions, you know, and all your personality. And if you just relegate yourself to only being this one box, which might just be motherhood, if you relegate yourself to only being in that box and how many other people are missing out because you're not stepping into the fullness of your unique calling as a child of God. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. I feel like we need to like take that little piece and just blast (laughs) it out into the world. (laughs) That was like, yes. I was like, that hit my soul. Oh my gosh. Oh, this has been amazing. So I do want to ask one more question before we wrap up here. So what would you say are your top tips for four moms that are looking for more balance in their lives? And maybe they knew they were multi-passionate or maybe now after listening to this, they're like, oh, uh, I'm definitely multi-passionate. What would you say are some of your top tips that you could share with the listeners? First is a daughter of the king. You have to bring everything and hold nothing sacred. And that's been my prayer lately is like, Lord, I, I hold nothing sacred, nothing. I'm holding nothing back from you because it's like, it's all his. If he wants to be like, Hey, shut her down, Faith Elaine, like sell the horse or, you know, whatever, like it's his. And so when you bring that in submission to the Lord and knowing that he's good, he's really, really good. And he wants to do extravagantly more above and beyond anything you could ask hope or imagine like it's really fun and it's really freeing but i would just honestly like just like you talked about earlier like analyzing okay i say these things are my priorities but are they really you know and sitting with the lord and really sitting with yourself and digging deep like okay i say that my health is a priority but when was the last time i ate anything besides a cracker for lunch and did anything besides chase my child for physical exercise and to just really sit and analyze, okay, am I putting my time and my effort where I need to be putting it to finish th- this race well? You know, and just really looking at things from more of an eternal perspective and a long-term perspective than just, okay, how do I not, how do I not lose my crap today when my kids are playing on a drum loudly for the 87th time? Like, how do I not lose it? <laughs> Yes, with you know, Peppa Pig in the background screaming tomatoes. <laughs> oh, we don't even have, I don't even have music on and my kids are loud. I'm like, how? 
<laughs> you're only this big. How do you make so much noise? Exactly. And how do you have the energy to keep on going? <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm, I have some really great systems in place that I've learned that have really helped with balance and, you know, or, you know, priorities. And I communicate really well with my husband. I have a ton of help you know, but also know that it's seasonal. Like, okay, I got to go to the gym this morning. That's amazing. Did I get to go to the gym when my son was three months old? No, you know, I didn't. Now he's almost three. So I get to go to the gym again. You know, it's like, and knowing things are seasonal really helps me not get overwhelmed with things being out of proportion for how I want them to be. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that I love, you know, I love that perspective too, because I do think that I think people have this like concept of balance being everything being equal mm-hmm. versus my always my perspective has always been with balance and and seeking out balance in my life is okay like you said taking a season and recognizing okay where does God want me where does God have me right now mm-hmm. and what do I need to pour a little bit more time energy mm-hmm. and just focus into in that season mm-hmm. and what is going to take a little bit of a back step for now Because that doesn't mean it's going to be that way forever. And with being a mom, that is probably the biggest shift that I think most women can go through is having, bringing a tiny human into the world or tiny humans, depending on how many Mm -hmm. kids you have and recognizing that, okay, there's going to be, it's not all going to look the same every season and it's not going to be perfectly balanced. It's about finding that balance that's going to work, whatever God has for you in that season and really digging in and digging deep and saying, okay. What is it that I need to really focus on right now? And how can, like you said, organize the priorities, analyze, like, what am I actually doing? What's the purpose behind my goals? You know, am I planning Mm -hmm. out my day in a way that's going to be also giving myself that grace and flexibility of knowing that I could change Mm -hmm. and, you know, nap time may not go as we planned and that's okay. Um, So I love that. And I think that, yeah, I, I think that really recognizing you know, if you are listening and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm multi-passionate. Number one, just know that you're not the only one out there. Okay. Uh-huh. So <laughs> me and Faith right here are on board with you. We totally get it. And it's amazing to be able to also have all these, all the excitement because I don't know about you, Faith, but I know for me, being multi-passionate is also a lot of fun because uh-huh. no matter what it is, learning is just so exciting. Even if it sounds hard. I'm mm. like, bring it on. Let's do this. Like, I'm ready to go. I'm, like, yes. I'm very intense. And it's funny because my husband is very not multi-passionate. In fact, we're pretty opposite when it comes to that. And he is very like, this is what we're focused on. This is what we're doing. And this is it. And mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, that's cool. But can we add about 10 other things and make it even <laughs> more challenging? <laughs> And he's like, no, it's not. No, <laughs> he's like, reel it in. I'm like, why? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. Those sound like similar conversations. Yeah. That just go on in our heads. It's just, again, just the way God wired us. And, you know, we bring all that flair and excitement into this world. And it's just about a matter of like, you know, figuring out how to work with God and how to have Holy Spirit kind of intervene too in our lives and our decisions and all the things. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. But thank you so much, Faith. This has been such a wonderful conversation. And I was so excited. I was like anticipating this all weekend to like talk with you. So this has been so fabulous. Tell the listeners like where they can find you. I know you said you are really passionate about helping um, women in business that are entrepreneurs or maybe are just looking for, is it SEO marketing? Is that, give, give us a little bit of like 
where we can find you, how you can be a resource to the listeners. Maybe they want to connect with you. Like where can we, where can we get in contact with Faith? Well, really the best place to hang out is on my podcast, which is Simple SEO and Marketing with Faith Hannon, where I give you super simple, broken down, tangible stuff on how to make more money in your business through more leads with SEO and keywords and blogging and website strategy. Um, and if that all just went way over your head, then definitely check out the podcast because I break it down because it was really hard for me to figure out. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like let's make this easy for people instead of like the Urkel level nerdiness needed, which was what <laughs> kind of was out there before. So yeah, Simple SEO and Marketing is my podcast. My website is faithhannon.com. Um, I'm not on social media a whole lot, honestly. So if they want to email me, they can email me. But really my podcast and my website is is where we can connect the best. Oh, that's awesome. And I'll be sure to include that in the show notes below. So then that way we can get in contact with you. But thank you so much again. I really, really appreciate your time that you spent just talking about all the amazing things about being multi-passionate and yeah, I hope that, uh, I hope we can chat again soon. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I love that you're speaking to this and loving on your people like this. So thank you so much there. I appreciate it. I truly hope you were able to receive something from today's episode. If you have a moment and you're loving this show, if you could please leave me a review on Apple podcasts, I would be so grateful and cannot wait to hear how this show is somehow blessing you. Thank you so much again and until next time.